Hi, I'm Sunny. I'm Sunlight's community manager, and I'm a mom of two children who have been educated entirely with Sunlight curriculum. But I never even planned to homeschool. So how did I end up here? Well, after homeschooling my daughter in preschool, only because we were moving and I didn't know where we were going to end up, I began to see how much she was learning in that one year. So I decided, okay, let's do one more year for pre-K. I figured I couldn't mess that up too badly. How hard is it to teach colors, sing songs, teach numbers, and read to your children? I figured we'd have a great year and should go to school for kindergarten. But by the time kindergarten rolled around, I realized just how much she was learning, how confident she was becoming, and that homeschooling was not a disadvantage at all, but was actually giving her a leg up. So guess what? That child is now about to start high school, and I can tell you with absolute confidence that homeschooling is the best parenting decision I have ever made for either of my kids. Now, every day isn't perfect, but it has been a phenomenal experience, and I'm so grateful for the time I've already spent with them and the relationships we're creating. Another bonus was that Sunlight has made it so easy for me to keep homeschooling while working full-time. I only started working for Sunlight a couple of years ago, but I've been able to maintain my career the entire time I've homeschooled my kids, thanks to Sunlight's easy, open-and-go lesson plans and how well thought and planned out everything is. But don't just take my word for it. In this first session of our Your Guide to Getting Started event, I wanted you to hear from different families who made the choice to homeschool. Some of them pulled kids out of school, some sent kids back to school, and some homeschooled some kids and not others that were all living in their home. I wanted you to get a feel of what homeschooling is really like and if it's something you're interested in, because no two homeschools look exactly the same. It's so customizable for what works for your family. So if you've never considered homeschooling before, or if you're planning for way down the line, go ahead and relax. Sit back and listen in as I talk to other people who have been there, done that. And if you're watching us live and you have questions or you need advice for your unique situation, please drop that in the chat. I'm excited to talk to you this evening. I've got Jill with me. Hi, Jill. Would you like to tell us a little bit about how you started homeschooling your own children? Oh, hi, Sunny. Yeah, the, my son was in seventh grade. I had five children. My oldest son was seventh grade and he was in a, a bad school situation. Um, it was an unsafe school. He was had trouble also health problems. I was getting called a lot to come pick him up and take him home and what have you. And at that time, it was years ago, I didn't really know about homeschooling. And it was very a new thing at that time. And I had some friends tell me, hey, you know, I know somebody that knows somebody. So we met in a park and they kind of gave me this underground tour of homeschooling back in the day. And so before I knew it, we had pulled my son out of seventh grade. And it, and plus I had at that time, a, what I have a fifth grader and a third grader in school. And I had a, a four-year-old and a one-year-old at home. So it was a busy, busy time. And I'm thinking, oh, I can't do this. I mean, it's frightening. It's how am I going to know what to do? He's doing hard math. He's, he's a history. I mean, he's in seventh grade. My goodness, like, I, and I've got to do laundry and make supper. And there was a lot going on in my life at that time. Um, I, there is when you're a busy mother. And I thought, I can't do this. Seventh grade is very scary. Uh, but the situation he was in was not good. And so we kind of ordered some books. Um, it was back in 1990. So at that time, sunlight, I found, I found out later, sunlight had just started with maybe first grade. So I couldn't have used it anyway at that point. But I pulled him out of school. My husband and I decided that's what we were going to do. And I found out that I didn't really have to teach him. I guess that's the part that I thought was so frightening. I thought, how am I going to teach him? I don't know everything. And it's very hard. He's in seventh grade. He's been through all these different classes and I've forgotten everything I ever knew about world history or about algebra or whatever, but whatever it is, I had forgotten everything I ever knew it seemed like. But I realized that I didn't really have to teach him. I just had to be kind of the facilitator or the guide. He could, um, if, as long as I could stay even with him, I didn't need to be ahead. I didn't need to know everything, but I had to be able to read the directions and help him with it. Um, I also found out that there's a lot of people that know things I don't know that I could ask. So for instance, when I don't understand some math things, I had a friend that knew about math and she 
refreshed me on some of that. Um, there were people that could help with other things. There weren't a lot of co-ops and things back in those days, but there were still smart people that knew things that you could ask. But mostly, you just had to be able to read and do it. So that started our homeschool journey. Um, the next year, there were some problems with school in our district, with cross-district busing and a lot of difficulties. And so we decided that we would pull all the other two kids out because our son was going to go to the same, our second son was going to go to that same middle school and those same um, safety issues were a concern. So the next year we had a, oh goodness, we have an eighth grader, sixth grader, fourth grader. My daughter was starting kindergarten and I had a, um, then a, a three-year-old, two-year-old running around just, you know, to make it interesting. <laughs> so we started with textbooks because that's all we knew, but still we were able to do it. It wasn't bad. I kind of put some kids together and worked along with it and had two of my kids doing the same math or the same history and did that. Then I saw this great, I, would I go to workshop maybe, on how to teach your kids together using literature. Now this was before I knew about sunlight because remember there wasn't internet and you couldn't really just look up homeschooling and it was not a lot of people were doing it. So that was difficult to find someone to, you know, help you figure out what to do. So I wrote my own, by the time they were in ninth grade, seventh grade, fifth grade, first grade and three years old, I wrote all my own unit studies for that year and combined them all together for the history and the science portions and then gave them individual things. And it was, it was exhausting. <laughs> it was great. It was fun, but it was exhausting. And at that time, a friend of mine was going to um, Nigeria as a missionary. And she said, Jill, I stumbled across this curriculum that I think you'll like. I'm like, oh, why is that? She said, because it's books and you don't have to figure it out. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is it? So she told me it was sunlight and I ordered a little booklet of it. And because it wasn't really a big flashy catalog and got it. And it was like, I can do this. I mean, it's books. It's interesting. I don't have to know everything. Um, I was finding at this time, I had been homeschooling at this time for seven years and I was really burnt out. Um, if you go through a textbook with one kid and the next year you go through textbook or two years with a kid again, it's, it's super boring. I'll just have to tell you, it just, it's just boring. You're like, oh my gosh, if I have to read this again, I'm just, I can't stand it. Where with sunlight, it was real books. And so by that time, my older students were already kind of off and studying on their own or off to school or college or whatever they were. But my younger two were still at home and they were third grade and sixth grade. And so that's when I started using sunlight. Um, it makes schooling easy. Um, if you're thinking maybe it's hard to homeschool kids and bring them home, I think the, the hardest thing is thinking I got to figure it all out myself and I have to do the teaching. But if you think of it as I'm just going to kind of mentor them and facilitate them and tell, help show them what to do and learn along with them, um, it's not near as scary. And it's actually fun because as you're learning along with them, you have so many things in common and it gives you such a core um, common family commonality, I guess. You could pass on your core beliefs. You can um, enjoy and laugh about stories together. Even now, there was a, a book the kids read, a sunlight book, and I can't remember which one. Maybe Johnny Tremaine. I can't remember. And they called this one kid a useless pig of a lump, or the man, a useless pig of a lump. I remember that. And my son and daughter that we did that story with, they're, well, now they're, what, 30 six and 33. And every once in a while, if they get a little twinkle on their eye, they'll say, well, you're just a useless pig of a lump. <laughs> it's like this inside family joke. And we have a lot of those because of learning together. And also because I could learn together and enjoy it and enjoy the stories. Um, it's, it's not that hard. It's very enjoyable. It's a very um, close way to raise kids in a way that I think since they had so much commonality because they're learning together with books, I feel like the older ones can encourage the younger ones. And I think that doesn't last just through school. I think it lasts up and up and up through the generation. So that's my story as long, you know, kind of how it started. 
Well, and that's so true what you said about the relationships that form <laughs> over a good book. And I love that you mentioned Johnny Tremaine. I actually just started that one this oh. week with my younger child. Um, I've already read it with my older. I love how you mentioned those memories that kind of form. Right. And even years later, your kids are yes. still remembering those stories that they read when they were young. Now, I know you, you talked about the ease of homeschooling with sunlight and how using that literature makes it so much easier to do that you don't have to have all the answers or know it all when you started. Now that you have grown children, why don't you tell us a little bit about how it works, you know, long-term? I I think people worry like, oh, am I doing the right thing right now? Are my kids going to grow up to get good jobs? Are they going to be successful? Am I failing them in some way? Can you speak to that, how your adult children turned out after those years? Well, I have very adult children. So my youngest son is now 33. He's the one I started with sunlight in third grade. And he was always my wiggle worm child, you know, the child that will never sit still. And so when you're reading to him, you say, okay, you can play with your blocks and your cars and do whatever, but you have to listen. And he was always very energetic. Well, he is now um, a police detective with a large city police force. Um, actually, he just took his sergeant's exam and is waiting to, and was past it and is getting ready to be placed as a sergeant. So he's doing very well and in service to the community, which I really like. Um, a lot of people think of service in different ways. And a lot of times you don't think of police officers in service, but it really is. Uh, my daughter that was a sixth grader, um, she actually just flourished with the books. She hardly was reading in sixth grade and she ended up being an English major at university. Graduated, did a series of jobs, did actually went to, um, I say, AmeriCorps. I don't know if you know that. It's like um, uh, it's, it's like being in service to America for a year. She did that and learned about uh, building trades kind of thing. She ended up going on to be a certified um, home inspector and runs her own home inspection business. Now only one of two licensed home inspectors, women home inspectors in our state. So that's pretty good. Runs her own business, does the marketing, all that for it. Um, my older three boys, two of them are software engineers, and one of them is a forensic accountant. So they all kind of found their niches. Um, I feel like even though the older ones didn't use sunlight, I did use a lot of literature because I didn't know about sunlight, basically. I did use a lot of literature-based teaching them, and I felt that it gave them an opening to the world with reading, with thinking. They learned how to read, and they learned how to think and think for themselves and see things from different angles. And they learned how to communicate because we did a lot of talking about stories. Rather than testing, we did a lot of talking about what went on and what the implications were. Um, Sunlight facilitates that very well because of all the questions in the teacher's manual and all that, but it gets them to read and think and communicate. And really if kids, if anybody can do that, I mean, they got the world made, right? They can do whatever they want. So I think that really is a key. Well, and you talked about the communication, and I know that's always one of the first questions people have is, oh, well, what about social interaction, right? How am I going to find friends for my kids or those types of things? And you mentioned back when you first started homeschooling that co-ops weren't even the big thing that they are now. Do you feel your kids struggled at all that way, or what did you do to... enhance their communication skills well they had you know they had church activities um they had scouts we did scouts um that kind of thing there was other kids in the neighborhood that they played with um other kids eventually we we moved and there was a nice um community of homeschoolers i live in a community that um, has a lot of missionaries in it and a lot of people that come and go from our city because we have a, a seminary and a college in our city our town and so i had a lot of people coming and going so we had a lot of um homeschoolers i guess the reason why i was saying that is we had homeschoolers so they did have a lot of interaction with those kind of people um just coming and going and people other homeschool students um one thing my daughter had a funny had a funny story when she was in a university it was our state university and one of the kids said to her found out she had been homeschooled and he said well homeschooling what what about your social interaction? What about your socialization? And she says, I don't know. You're talking to me. What do you think? <laughs> you know, like he didn't know that before, but all of a sudden that was kind of a thing that he heard that he should bring up, but it really is a non-factor. There's lots of ways for kids to get social interaction. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And so now looking back on it, you know, do you have any regrets or would you change anything about the way you did things back then or how you're doing them now? If you want to speak to what you're doing now on the homeschool front? Well, I think what we did before raising my other kids, I really love it. I'm glad that we were able to bring all of our kids home. I'm glad that they were able to learn together. Um, we all live now, there's five, five children, I've said that, I guess, and we all live within 25 minutes of each other. And we all are, you know, help each other out. You know, someone's going on vacation, you watch their pets, pick them up at the airport, you, we get together. I have a cousin day every um, Sunday afternoon and the cousins, all the cousins come over. We have a lot of, I have eight that are 12 and under. Um, grandchildren that come over to play together and I've taught them how to sew your sewing machine so we've got because of the kids being so close to each other growing up and I think through homeschooling they want to be each other's friends their parents um we've had some currently now I'm actually helping to homeschool two of my granddaughters there's some health issues in our family and so I have been I volunteered to do some homeschool to do homeschooling with two of my grandchildren um we're using sunlight their mother used sunlight before and so we're using sunlight now and it's so funny because um I think it was just yesterday I was like oh boy we get to read Master Puppeteer and I'm like all excited all over again um it's it's great to see it holds up it is uh, very easy to follow the lesson plans so if I want to follow them I can if Another grammar, somebody wants to follow lesson plans, they can. It's all written out for us there. Um, I can still have my regular life I'm living and still help homeschool my grandchildren a few days a week. And it isn't, um, it's easy and it's fun because you've got those commonalities and those things you can talk about together. And I mean, some might just gotten better through the years. It's just gotten more organized, easier to understand. Um, you just jump in and start teaching and facilitating and directing and guiding and don't have to feel like you have to know it all. Yeah, absolutely. We like to say, if you can read, you can teach with sunlight because all that yeah. information is there in the instructor's guide. Jill, thank you so much for being here and sharing your story with us. Before we go, is there any parting words you'd like to share? That just, you won't regret it. Anytime you, you spend homeschooling your kids, even if it's just for a short time, even if you don't do it for their whole school career, I don't think you'll ever regret it because you can't, duplicate the relationships you could make and keep in the during homeschooling it's just a different it's just different and it's fun and it just really is a lifetime of treasure to remember back and to go forward and to have those common things in common with your children and your students absolutely well thank you so much Jill okay you're welcome thanks honey bye-bye bye-bye all right, now I am here with Lisa today, and we're going to talk a little bit about how Lisa started homeschooling. Lisa, why don't you tell us about your children and how you stumbled upon that decision to homeschool? Well, that is true. I really did stumble upon it. Um, I am Lisa. I live in Florida. I have three children, and there is a 10-year age gap between my oldest and my middle child. So um, when my oldest got to be five. I put him in school. I was single, um, working a full-time job. So obviously I didn't really have any choice and, um, he's 32. So that was a long time ago. And I never heard of homeschooling, um, to be honest. And then, um, I did quit my job when my youngest or my middle daughter, she was the youngest at the time was born with the full intention of returning to work when she was ready to go to school. And um, we ended up having another baby. So that pushed off work a little bit longer. And when it was time for Rachel to go to kindergarten, I had a hit in my stomach. I just was not quite ready to send her. So the Lord worked and there was a lot of people that I knew that were starting to homeschool and just through a lot of things. Um, I, I was like, okay, I'll homeschool for one year because then she won't be five. She'll be six and not such a baby anymore. And when I thought about homeschooling, I thought about, well, we could read about what we wanted to learn about and we could copy scripture for handwriting and everything that I thought my friend said, do you know that there's a company that already did all that for you? And I was like, I did not know. <laughs> And so she introduced me to Sunlight and I started um, homeschooling in kindergarten and we loved it. 
like I'm a reader and so reading books is my love language and my daughter excelled and even um, Rebecca her sister who wasn't even here every day she was in preschool she was learning and my husband was like wow I don't know what you're doing but this is awesome and my son was in high school at the time and I was like, dude, do you want to come home for school? And he was like, um, no, <laughs> and I was crushed, but he, um, he only had two years left and okay, that's fine. And I really thought it was a short-term fix until my girls were a little older. I still plan to go back to work. We, we were living on one income, but you know, you always want more, right? So that was just my plan. But as every year passed, um, we were enjoying ourselves and sunlight made it so simple. We just followed along. Um, my mom could help out because she could just look at the instructor's guide and see what to read next. And I remember one day, I think my kids were like in fourth and second grade or something. And I had gone off with my husband for him to get a haircut. And he was talking to the haircutter lady and I was just reading a book in the chair and she the haircutter lady asked him something about his kids and he said oh well my wife homeschools them and she was like oh that's strange and he was like nope if we have our way our children will never see the inside of a public school classroom and I was like, oh. <laughs> so we <laughs> talked about it and he said yeah I just love what our kids are learning. I love how Christ-centered it is. I love that we have flexibility to enjoy our family. And yeah, I think if this works for you, I'm, I'm on board 100%. I think it's awesome. And I was like, don't you want me to go back to work? And he said, no, I don't. I love it. <laughs> so we were kind of committed at that point. Well, and I love how you talked about how it was kind of a short-term plan initially. You had one child in school, like you weren't really thinking of it as a long-term commitment necessarily, more like a year or two here and there. So, and then also having an older child who had been in school, what apprehensions did you have when you started and, and how did that process eventually, like you saw, okay, it's going to be okay. I've got this. Let's keep going. You know, what was that process like for you? Well, my apprehensions were that people would think I was weird um, because even, even my girls, it was still 20 years ago when I was homeschooling them and it wasn't like it is now. Um, I was afraid that we would be lonely, you know, because I had that mental image of homeschoolers sit in their house, in their school room with desk and a blackboard. And that was a big thing for me. I didn't want to be a weirdo. I didn't want my children to be thought of as weird. Um, and I didn't want them to be lonely, but we quickly found a community of awesome mamas and children that were on the same journey that we were. Um, I was fortunate enough to meet some women who had children who are a little older than my children. And so when I was apprehensive about math or how are we going to do this? They had gone before me and they were like, oh no, no big deal. We can, we can do that. Um, so really the Lord was gracious in all of those apprehensions. He provided just what I need at just the right time. I think it's easy to get overwhelmed when you have a kindergartner and you start thinking about graduation but just think about how do I get through kindergarten? Like we, we don't have to know the next 42 steps. We just need to know what we're doing today and then the next right thing for tomorrow. And so everything that I was afraid of did not come to pass. My children are not weird and most people don't think I'm weird. <laughs> I love that. That's what I always say. Kids are at least weird as their parents. So, you know, just, if I'm weird, you might think my kids are weird. Otherwise, <laughs> they're not, not weird because we homeschool. Exactly. <laughs> but you already touched on sunlight making it easy for you. What was your favorite thing through? I mean, you took your girls from early elementary all the way through graduation. So what was your favorite thing about using sunlight with them? Um, I think the favorite thing is that I know my girls differently because we 
experienced the books, the all the things, you know, the crying and the laughing and the, wow, I can't believe that. All the things that come from reading and we experienced that together. And I kept my kids in the same program. So um, we really did experience it together. And I feel like through those hard conversations about things that people are like, I can't believe sunlight talks about this. But I feel like those were the best conversations we ever had. And they know me in a different way. And I know them in a different way, even than my son who, you know, he lived in our house too. I love him immensely, but I have a very different relationship with him because we don't have that shared experience of learning together. Like I did with my girls. Now I learned with him. I was the room mom and I did all of those things, homework and science fair projects and all the things that come with school. But it's just different with my girls. And and that is what I love about Sunlight is the depth of our relationship and the the breadth of our relationship. It's not just I'm the mom, you're the kids. We have experienced 13, 14, 15 years of really learning together and challenging ourselves and them hearing me say, oh, gosh, I, I did not know that. Let's learn more about that. Um, so that is my favorite thing about the richness of sunlight is the richness that it imparted into my relationship with my children. That's amazing. Yeah. And how did that experience with sunlight all those years set them up for adulthood now that they're both grown? How have you seen the fruits of that in their adult lives? Well, um, they both really love the Lord and love the Lord's people. And that was our goal when we started homeschooling was if we didn't learn algebra, that was okay. I wanted them to know that. And they both are very much um, walking out their faith. And that is not a guarantee. Um, I know my son does not walk out his faith. And he went to church as many times as his sisters. And he heard all the things. He's made a different choice. And I know that there's that is not a reflection of my parenting. That's a reflection of his contention with God and God is big enough to handle it. Um, but that was important to me and sunlight really helped with that. Um, I just, I think it just made it easy to do all of our goals. We also wanted our children to love learning and because sunlight didn't drill and kill them with worksheet after worksheet and test after test, they do that. So as adults, they pursue learning when they don't know about something they go and read a book, figure it out. Um, they manage their time well. My, my daughter that's married, she has a baby and she owns her own small business and she has a lot of things she has to do, but she makes a list, she checks it off and she knows what's priority and what can slip by. So I think Sunlight really helped with that as we worked through becoming less dependent on me for a schedule and more independent. And then my younger daughter um, is in college still, and she's thriving. She's mature. She's able to talk to her peers, her professors. Um, she knows how to critically think, which I think Sunlight did an awesome job at preparing her for that. Um, and she's able to sift through material and line it up against the truth. You know, I think she sees some of her college peers who just consume and never question, never, never any of that. So I think Sunlight helped us with all of those things and prepared them well to be productive citizens in the world. Well, that is amazing. Thank you so much, Lisa, for being here. Well, thanks for having me. Joining me now is Christy. Christy, why don't you tell us a little bit about your decision to homeschool and what that looked like for you? Okay, well, when I started homeschooling, I had a baby, a toddler, a preschooler, and um, one in, that was elementary age. And so we kind of did a little bit of back and forth getting our feet on the ground with homeschooling. It wasn't something um, that I had long planned to, to do. It was something that um, we realized, um, I think I started looking into homeschooling and I got, got overwhelmed by all the options. 
And so that's a big part of why I do what I do with sunlight, because I feel so, I remember how I felt overwhelmed with all the sea of options and everybody was saying, oh, do this, oh, do this. And friends which were showing me their materials and I was becoming overwhelmed. And so I took a year and looked over all the options and it was a wasted year. I could have been homeschooling that whole time. If I could talk to myself now, I would say, go ahead and do it. You can do this. And I just didn't have that confidence at that moment that I could, that what I was choosing, you know, um, I just felt like I needed more research time and I had a baby. So baby, you know, having a baby changes everything. So my decision, I think I was just standing on the edge and I didn't jump and I wish I had. But um, anyway, I did send my son um, for the first year. He went to public school and we spent that year researching and looking through all the options. I came to Sunlight, which I love and was so glad to find, I think, the support that I needed and um, just everything that I needed. I think the first time I talked to an advisor on the phone, that was amazing um, to me. And they answered so many of the questions. And I was like, I wish I had known this a year before. I wish I had called an advisor last year. <laughs> and so anyway, um, we had a whole list of reasons that we um, homeschooled and, um, and uh, so many uh, things that we ran into in the public school system. We had a great experience, um, but we just, there were just things that we wanted to do more. We wanted to individualize. We wanted, um, when my son was um, ahead in certain areas, um, we liked the idea of going ahead with him when he was ready to go. And um, there were just so many, a whole list of reasons. So. Well, that is great. Were there any apprehensions? I know you said you really spent your time doing your research and trying to figure it out. What were maybe some of those big apprehensions that you had early on and how did uh, they change once you were doing sunlight or how did sunlight help make that process easier for you? I just think as as moms, we all want the best for our kids. And so um, just I needed that confidence that this could be a good option for my son um, that he for long term that it wasn't just a this year solution and we were going year by year making the decision year by year and we um, you know made the best decision each year with we have four children so we had different choices that we made from year to year um, we didn't homeschool everyone right off the bat um, but um, I think the biggest apprehension I had was just around wanting to to do what was best for all of everyone you know um i think even with public school i found that with my youngest guys um it wasn't always the best choice sitting in um car line for an hour each day morning and night you know half an hour in the morning half an hour in the evening at best um that was not best for my baby, you know, that was not a good use of our time, you know, and so as much as I, it was good for me after homeschooling to then remember when we did a little, we had one more year of uh, public school after homeschooling to remember that going to public school didn't solve all the problems, you know, um, as far as planning different um, timing of of when things were due was very inconvenient for us. When we went back to the public school after homeschooling um, and choosing if we had a project, we could we could prioritize when we wanted to do it. Um, so anyway, we basically I, I ran into so many so many things that were that I found that were so much better with homeschooling. Whenever um, you know from budgeting even um when you know when there was jump rope for heart and there was this you know um fundraiser and ice cream for kids and not everybody in the class could afford ice cream so they asked people who couldn't you know to which we wanted to give to things like that but our budget we could plan and even around clothes you know um and and so many different things that we needed for a classroom situation, that big box of supplies you send at the beginning of the year, all of those things, um, there, were, there were so many, so many reasons, so. 
Well, and I love what you're mentioning too, is that a lot of those reasons are not purely academic. I think when people think about homeschooling, they think about the academic stuff, but they don't think about, you know, you don't have to get your kids up early and outside on a cold day. You don't have to wait in the car line. Public school is not free, even though people think it is, right? There's still things yeah. that you pay for when your kids go to school. And I'm very interested because you homeschooled, put a student back in school, homeschooled again. Um, and I loved what you were saying about how you took it year by year, but how did you decide ultimately, because now your younger boys are still being homeschooled, that homeschool was kind of the long-term. When did that transition take place? Um, I think that second year that, okay, so everybody, so we started with my oldest for one year. And then um, I have a son who was doing speech therapy at school and, um, and we had so many things going well on with him medically. And we were all over the place with someone in public school, someone in homeschool, and we were doing all of these different things. And my heart was just screaming, we need to be at home. Like we're running everywhere and things are crazy. And we don't have um, our schedule was chaotic and it didn't solve all the problems we wanted it to solve. <laughs> and so, um, I think my youngest, um, seeing the difference in my third born and my fourth born, uh, when we homeschooled, um, and we were able to have more, um, control of that daily schedule, even, um, to see, I can remember standing in the hallway outside, um, the bathroom when my son, my youngest was using the restroom and he swinging his feet while he was sitting on the toilet potty training, you know, and singing and just happy. And with my old, with my third born, it was like, Hey, we got to go. We got to go. We got to get to car line. You know, there were so many little things like that, that, um, um, I, my heart, I wanted to homeschool for each of my boys. I have a son that needed to regain language after a medical crisis that went on and he, and it did, it was helpful to him to have a group at, for a certain amount of time. And then I started to see, and with his, we had, he had an IEP an individualized education program. If you don't know what that is, that's for, um, it, he had some special needs and we needed to meet some goals. And so, um, there was a whole plan. There was a whole team, the principal and, um, you know, different specialists. We all came together and we met regularly and in that meeting, um, I remember telling them um, that I was beginning to think of homeschooling and they were all amazingly supportive about it. They all said, we think that is the best thing because I could meet so many goals that they could not meet in a classroom. And um, so they were they were doing an amazing job. But at home and they, they just through our meetings, they had confidence that we could do this at home. And I was gaining that confidence too, that it was time for him, you know, for us to tackle some goals at home. Vocabulary was huge for him. Um, that background vocabulary that he was missing a little bit because, and, and I could tell if we were approaching a new subject and he needed that support, I could get him so much further than he could in a classroom where he would get lost in this big group. And so there were so many academic reasons. Um, my oldest son, he was in a group they were trying to find for these for the kids that were already reading how to support them while still trying to help this big group learn to read. And so teachers, because I have a background in education, they let me know we're really trying with this group to find time for them. And I'm thinking, I have time for them. I have time for my son at home. I could be doing this. And so um, it was just a whole um, list of situations. Um, it wasn't one thing. It wasn't any one thing. And they weren't all um, you know, for faith reasons, we like, you know, that's very important to us, but that is not the only reason we homeschooled, uh, academic, financial, um, there's a whole list of reasons why, um, and, and for the long-term seeing over time with our kids. Um, so we started when my youngest was in first grade and he graduated, he's in college. He, um, went through, um, and he's on, um, you know, huge scholarships right now um, in, in college that are helping him attend the college that he wanted to attend. Um, and so um, it's been an amazing, amazing um, journey. But to your question, really around his second or third grade year is the year that we 
um, we said, okay, this is, we're not going back here. And when he began to say, I don't care what we do next year, but I want to homeschool and I want to do sunlight. When he began to say that, it's kind of hard to go back at that point. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah, when you get buy-in from the kids, that that's kind of the clincher. I yeah. also love what you said about it's not just one thing. I think people who do not homeschool assume that it's one big thing, right? That mm -hmm. families are pulling their kids out of school for one reason or another, but you saw several little things. I know we're often asked about IEPs and people are very intimidated at the thought of homeschooling any child with special needs. Um, but like you said, as a parent, you have that one-on-one -on -one individualized attention you want to give that child. You also love that child more than anyone on this earth, most likely. And so you want to put that effort into them. You mentioned your oldest is now on academic scholarships. So clearly his academics did great being homeschooled. And um, now that you do have one that's kind of launched and then others that are coming up behind, what mm -hmm. would you say? Do you regret your decision to homeschool at all? Or has it been all positives and, and why do you say that no i mean with everything that you do um i do think it's important to say we're doing this we're not doing this so there are trade-offs there are things that you're doing and then you just realize we're not doing this we're doing this you know <laughs> um but i have zero regrets um i've asked my son even as he's come back you know is there something that you need in school that I should do with your brothers that I didn't do or is there something and he and or did you feel prepared and he said you know in certain subjects you just have to get there and at the college level learn how to you know he says I feel like my second year is better than my first year because there are things that I'm learning in really um, detailed subjects in um with a lot of information um, that he had to learn, you know, for each class. But there's, he said, no, that, that he knew how to learn when he, um, when he graduated. And that has taken him, him, you know, a long way in getting uh, prepared for each class and finding out what a professor is looking for and, um, and that kind of thing. But, um, but yeah, um, each of no regrets at all um, with each of my boys. In fact, I wish I could um, just explain to you guys the explosions in my heart whenever we, um, my oldest son did have, um, my next oldest, my second oldest that had the IEP. Um, he recently took a course, he's taking a class with a, um, uh, uh, he's having his writing graded by someone else this year. <laughs> And um, that um, the 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 notes from his class when when he was a little guy, we went from not knowing when he would speak or if and having this many words and we were counting them at one time it was six words and then it was 20 and then it was 200. It was this unusual speech development that was different than any of my other boys because of a medical crisis that he had. And so we were just unsure how that was going to go. And he just made a 95 in senior English for the first semester. Um, I believe that was his grade. His grade was an A. Uh, 95 on his paper is what it was. But he made an A on his first semester. Um, and the 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 even the notes that the teacher gave us from his um, big paper that he wrote were amazing and just I couldn't read it without crying it was it was amazing so we um started where we were and all I wish I could go back and talk to young Christy um in those early days and just reassure her <laughs> and so that's why I'm reassuring you that you can do it and you can um as you go through um, be encouraged, ask questions, get get support from um, advisors, ask questions. Um, that's what I did. And it helped me along the way. And I'm so grateful, so grateful for the journey. Take the leap, get help and advice, and, and you might find that you love it. And it sounds like you have had a great experience with it over the years. So I appreciate you being here. Thank you. Joining me now is Jen. Jen, why don't you tell us your story about school versus homeschool and what you did with your kids? Hi, Sunny. Um, I'm Jen. I am the homeschool mom to four kids. Two have graduated. My kids started using sunlight, um, so nobody ever went to preschool or kindergarten. And we homeschooled all the way up um, until high school. And then for high school, my kids have each done something different. So combo homeschool, public school, sometimes a mix within each kid. 
when you um, had these kids go off to school, I mean, was there anything about homeschooling that you missed or did you bring any of them back to homeschool at that point? Um, since you started homeschooling, you of course had this relationship there of homeschooling younger children. So I know you said each child did something different, but can you give us a little bit of an idea of how homeschooling still played a part once they were in high school? Uh, yeah. So the things I missed, I missed reading. I missed knowing what they were learning and studying and like what they were going to need help with. Um, pretty much they flatly refused help with anything except um, like research and math. So um, it was kind of fun to be all of a sudden not the, you know, assigner of the evil homework, but the like, mom, can you help me? That was really great. I really enjoyed that. Um, we, I was still always homeschooling younger kids. So we still kind of like have the homeschool thing going. Um, they just, you know, go to school all day and do their thing all day and handle their own homework and, and manage their own teachers. And, um, you know, and they let me know when I need to step in on something, which is not very often. So yeah, so you said you didn't need to step in very often. So I assume they were pretty independent. How did Sunlight set them up for that independence as they got older? Uh, so true confessions. I was a little bit worried when I sent the first one to public school and I was like, oh, what did I, what did I forget? Like what gap did I leave that is about to come kick us in the hiney right here? Um, turns out nothing. Um, in fact, the first parent-teacher conference I ever get to go to, which was very exciting because it was my first one, um, the, the science teacher told me how nice it was to have a sophomore in his standard freshman science class because they're so much more mature and they know their way around the school and they understand the process and all these things um, as opposed to the freshmen who are like still adjusting to high school. And I had to explain to him that this child had never been to any school before um, let alone, you know, the high school the previous year. So that was kind of like go homeschooling. They were well prepared. <laughs> yeah. And that's perfect. Um, cause I know that's often a concern for people, right? Is if they homeschool even briefly, are they going to have a hard time returning to school? Um, you mentioned a little bit of a concern there. Were there any other concerns when you put them in school that you had to overcome or what did that look like? Um, so my concerns, I think, were everybody else's. Will there be some academic thing? Did they learn enough math, right? Can they write? Like, I think they can write, but like, when you send them out to other teachers, like, are, is it going to be bad? Like, how are they going to stack up? And then the social stuff. The academic stuff was fine. It was not a concern. My kids stepped into some really average level stuff, some AP classes, um, they did very well. They were happy to have to read. They wrote what was asked of them. They knew to do their homework. Um, they, you know, talked to their teachers like they were regular people. Um, I think the teachers liked that. Um, but no, we had no academic problems at all. And when we hit some kind of barrier, I have one kid who had test anxiety. Um, she ended up with a teacher who um, very gracefully kind of helped her through that and got her to the point where she doesn't struggle near like she used to. And so um, very grateful because he, uh, that never would have worked if I was the teacher. Oh, that's an interesting it point. Yeah. Else, it took that bit of public school village for him to have her number and help her manage it and understand because he's seen thousands of students and so it wasn't a new story for him where it was a very new story for me mm -hmm. and I wasn't like nothing I did really helped and he was the key to fixing her test anxiety so um, we had some good experiences too. and how did that work because I mean sunlight being a literature-based curriculum there aren't a lot of tests as you're going through um you know except maybe in math or some of the upper level sciences so you mentioned the test anxiety, but how did she end up doing, or your other kids, how did they end up doing when it came to tests after this early, you know, elementary and middle school education without a lot of testing? They did very well. Um, and the reason when I figured it out kind of surprised me because as a mom, I was like, sunlight doesn't use a lot of tests. How does that train them for life? And the, the thing that happened was that sunlight doesn't use a lot of tests. And so they don't get this buildup of the monster scary test. They're just like, it's another piece of paper. We do worksheets. Sometimes you call it a quiz. Sometimes you call it a test, like whatever you, there's math on the worksheet. I do the worksheet, like call it what you want. 
um, they just didn't learn that pressure. And so if I didn't pressure them and, and their teachers didn't act like, oh, this is a big, scary thing, they were just kind of like, okay, call it what you want, you know? And how are your now graduates doing? I know you have still some that are younger, but of the kids that are now adults, how did that work out for them? Kind of that hybrid of homeschool and then public high school. And um, do you have any regrets about any of those decisions along the way? Um, so my adult kids are doing very well. I have one who is um, adulting and working on her own. I have one who is adulting and working and has a wife and a baby. My high school senior is doing a dual credit program. So she's happily taking college classes and um, uh, enjoying her winter break right at this moment, but getting all A's, doing very well. Um, so I have no regrets. I mean, I did something different for each kid because each kid was in a slightly different set of circumstances and had slightly different needs. One of the reasons that um, my older son chose to go to public high school was because he was interested in science and soccer and theater. And so he, those are three things I really, I can't do at home. I mean, there are homeschool moms who teach full-blown high school chemistry with all the labs, with all the stuff at home. And I think they are superstars, but I am not one of them. <laughs> and he wanted to do a variety of science with teachers who were really, really into whatever that subject was. And that's just not me. And so between that and wanting to play team sports, which we had club, but that's expensive and everybody on the club plays for their high school. And so it got to be this don't want to be left out thing. Um, and to us in his particular situation, the pro con list worked out that school was better decision for him, that going to public school um, really worked. And, and I think it was a positive experience for him, for me. He learned a lot. He, he had a successful time and um, enjoyed it. So it was good. Well, and I think you make a good point too, that what you do for one child, you don't have to do for all your kids. Did you find it challenging when you were maybe homeschooling some younger kids while older kids were at school to maintain that schedule? Or was it, you know, just kind of easy to go with the flow? How did you find that when you had different kids doing different things? Well, it was interesting because when I homeschooled, like each of my kids has done the same thing in any given grade because that's the way we do it and that's the way I've always done it and like I'm very that kind of routine mom and so um you know kind of letting them out of the box and being like okay go do your thing it didn't require a lot of me in terms of scheduling because it's high school I mean if they were second graders I would have to do more I would have to be there I would have you know they need supervision whatever um I could kind of homeschool while they were gone and then we were all together in the evening so that I could drive kids around and cook things people don't always want to eat. Um, and so it didn't really require a ton of me because they were older, but it, it worked well. Um, I, I don't know, I think by the time my, my older kids got to high school, I was kind of a little bit more laid back and a little bit less um, like everything has to be like, everything is pretty much gonna be what it is. And so um, it wasn't too much pressure on anybody. I just continued to do what we'd always done with the younger ones. And so it was good. Well, perfect. Well, Jen, thank you so much for being here and sharing your story. I think it's super encouraging to hear from other moms who have, you know, walked the road before you. And so I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Hopefully you got a better idea of what homeschooling can actually look like in your home. Make sure to tune in tomorrow at 7 p.m. Mountain Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and Judy and Sheila are going to explain how to actually get started homeschooling. So whether you've made your choice tonight to homeschool, or if you're still kind of on the fence about it, they will walk you through all the steps to actually getting started. And you'll be able to ask questions in the chat as well. So make sure to tune in. And thank you so much for joining us tonight.